Hello, Internet. Wait, wait, wait. I thought we said we were going to do hi, Internet. Why would I say hi? I always say hello. I know, but this, is the, this isn't the show. This is a commercial for the show. I thought we said we were going to do it different. I always say hello, Rod. I, you, all right, fine. Say whatever way you want to, Chris. It doesn't matter what I say anyway. Hello, Internet. You did. Fine. You got your hello in. And now I'm Rod Morgan. You can listen to us on Balls and Brew, where we'll argue about many things, even more inane than what you just heard us argue about there. I promise. Right here on the Morgan Eno Podcast Network. Welcome to the Yeah We Know Podcast, part of the Morgan You Know Podcasting Network. You're in the ring with Jimmy and Rod. Rod, what are you hot about today? Well, listen, I think I'm going to launch an official campaign. Jimmy, whether you want to be with me or not, the official stance (laughs) of this podcast is we are anti-Jimmy Smith. He is still continuing with the Seth freaking Rollins and not to mention he's really stumbling and bumbling I don't know that he can handle multiple people talking in his ear quite as gracefully as Michael Cole can and it's starting to show up at times on Raw so I'm, I'm gonna push for somebody else to be the Raw commentator or at least Jimmy Smith to call Seth Rollins by his proper name Seth freaking Rollins but other than that hello my friend I kind of enjoy Corey Graves always saying freaking Right after he says "frickin," I love that. I really do. Well, Corey Graves uh, is is amazing, and he and he guides us through Raw. And I'm I'm actually growing to like Byron Saxton even more because I'm just so anti anytime Jimmy Smith talks. So it has been an interesting couple weeks here uh, in in the WWE. We had a payback event, a WrestleMania payback, which was underwhelming overall uh, as far as like huge storylines coming out, but had some really good wrestling in it, including another classic. Uh, Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins match, which we're going to get a third match at Hell in a Cell in that. Uh, first of all, overall uh, payback, you know, just a quick synopsis. What would you think of the uh, of the show? Well, I hate to Corey Graves you right here, but backlash you're referring to? That's what I meant, yes. <laughs> I love that you did that. This was not a bit, folks. Chivy actually called it payback. That would be great if we just figured that out as a bit. But I completely agree with you otherwise. It was it was underwhelming as an event. Uh, I... I I don't. I guess I'm supposed to think it's a big deal that Bobby Lashley slammed Omos, but Omos nope, basically jumped care. into his arms. Don't care. Yeah, you know. I mean, I guess that was something they thought might be a big deal. And as you stated, there was definitely some well wrestled matches. And I think that we're we're trying to make a gradual swing there with the Cody Rhodes of it all recently. But yeah, I'd say underwhelming is is a proper adjective for uh, the premium live event known as Backlash or Payback because that's exactly what it is. Payback for WrestleMania. Yeah, uh, believe me, payback's payback's been a pay per view uh, many many times <laughs> in the WWE. Uh, another thing that did happen that was kind of interesting is Ronda Rousey did make Charlotte Flair say "I quit," and that was a solid matchup. I really enjoyed that. Probably should have been the main event actually because nothing happened in the main event. Um, it was a good match. Nothing really happened. Uh, Rousey gets the win over your girl, who's going to go on her honeymoon, I believe, and be off for a little while. Yeah, I, I wish I would have known about the honeymoon thing, and then I probably would have would have been a bit more apt to say that she was going to lose that match. You know it's a sad day here in the Morgan household whenever Charlotte Flair goes down, and I'd, I'm not the biggest fan of the Ronda Rousey of it all, but she clearly is still quite popular with a, with a decent amount of people out there, so I mean, I guess I get it, and I am, I am floored that she flat out said I quit. I thought we'd get some sort of a schmoz more than her just flat out screaming I quit in the middle of the ring like that, so I guess good for Ronda. Yeah, that's good for her to, to build her up and build that title up. Uh, we were going to have a couple people. Uh, to, okay, let, let, let's hit let's hit another small story real quick. Uh, that was a big story until the really big story from last night happened. But uh, Roman Reigns signed a new contract and redid his contract with WWE, whatever you want to say. He's going to take a lot of time off in the summer, including not doing the, the Hell in a Cell show, uh, taking a lot of Raws and SmackDowns off. What do you think about this? What do you think this does for WWE? Kudos to Roman. Worked a ton. He's extremely important to WWE. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, but what do you think about this overall uh, overall thing for Roman this summer? Well, I worry a little bit, right? I worry a little bit because clearly the way the WWE likes to tell their stories is they have an absolute workhorse, and so I'm a little bit worried about who the next workhorse is going to be. Clearly, it seems as if Cody Rhodes is going to be willing to step into that for a little while, and that's mm-hmm. and that's great, but the the, the corn-fed American babyface, albeit his name is the American Nightfare, Nightmare, but the corn-fed American babyface, that might grow thin a little bit, so I, I don't know. But I guess good for Roman Reigns, but I, what I would also say is 
let's make sure we're taking a break because we want to take a break and not because we think we're going to be a big-time movie star mm -hmm. because I'll be mm -hmm. honest with you, Jimmy. I think if he was going to be a big-time movie star, a lot of those offers might have been coming his way already, and they would have just figured out a way to get him a way to film it. So, I, you know, let's let's not think we can bite off a little bit more than we can chew. It took John Cena a long time. It took The Rock a long time. Remember, he was in a bunch of Disney movies and, you know, the Scorpion Tooth King Fairy. and all that yes. stuff before yes. he was ever, yeah, before he was ever in Fast Five. So, you know, it doesn't, you got to, you got to crawl before you can walk to uh, quote one of my favorite movies, Ocean's Eleven there. <laughs> yeah, I really do hope he do he takes his time to just get his body back and, and, and rejuvenate and spend time with family, things like that. If, if we hear that he's going to be on a movie set for two months, that kind of sucks uh, because they literally just gave you the entire company by giving you both belts. Uh, but hopefully he gets uh, he gets some time off there with the family. that does actually real quick if you don't mind me interjecting yeah. there, my my podcast partner that actually so that that excites me about it right because what are they going to do they're clearly not just going to let Roman be away for two months with no belts right so they're going to have to come up with something so I'm at least intrigued to see what they decide to do there you and I both know that they'll blow it and clearly yes. creative doesn't have a, doesn't have a leg to stand on right now based on the next story we're going to talk about but I'm at least intrigued by what they'll try to do to cover up for Roman's being gone but I'm nervous about what that will end up being. Well, I mean, honestly, you've got Hell in a Cell with Rollins and Cody Rhodes. That's going to be the main event for Hell in a Cell. They're going to have an unbelievable match. Cody Rhodes is going to probably lose most of the blood in his body. I will tell you that right now. Yeah, that uh, is one of his things. I do remember seeing that in a couple of his AEW like highlight reels. Yeah, so he he will that that will be an epic match, uh, and I think he'll come out with a third one in a row. I'm not really sure. What you do with Rollins then, maybe Rollins switches to being more of a, a serious bad guy instead of the laughing bad guy. But we'll see what happens there. And then in July, you've got uh, Money in the Bank. So that's going to be the, the most important thing. you got too many in the bank matches, a men's and a women's. So you really don't need Roman for that either. Come back in August for the big SummerSlam show. I believe it's in Nashville. Uh, and he'll, he'll, he'll face somebody there, whether it's uh, a McIntyre or Lashley, someone like that. Uh, maybe even a Cody Rhodes. I think it's a little too soon for that, though. So, uh, all right, we've buried the lead. What in the hell is going on? Uh, it was so strange. You think it's a work, but it, it seems like it's a shoot where on Raw, they announce a six-pack challenge for the number one contender for Bianca Belair's championship. You had Dewdrop, Nikki A.S.H. Uh, we had Sasha, Naomi, Becky Lynch, and Asuka. Which first so, off, let's just let's just start there real quick because this yes. is going to be it's going to help frame out the rest of the story. I mean, first sure. off, when I first heard about that, I was like, okay. I mean, you know, like yeah. I, I don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind Dewdrop. You know what I mean? And I know that we're probably trying to move Nikki Ash toward a bit of a character shift here, but we need to involve the tag team champs and Asuka, who's got a bunch of heat coming back in that mess. So I'll, I'll be it. My my uh, my dauber was up right from the jump there. Yeah, it didn't make any sense really to have Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. in there in general because Nikki A.S.H. hasn't won a singles match in forever. Dewdrop really is in there to put other people over. I love Dewdrop. Don't get me wrong. I think she's fantastic. But it, it's not really – it's just kind of out of nowhere where that happened. Uh, and then obviously you have the tag team champions who were just you know built up there. So apparently, and listen, this is this is coming from probably WWE. Uh, this is coming from sources that we're not sure about, so we really don't know. But the gist of it is, apparently Naomi and Sasha were supposed to kind of get into a fight in the six pack challenge. Naomi was going to win. Uh, Sasha was then going to go and face Rousey on SmackDown. Naomi was going to face. Um, Bianca Belair, they were both going to lose and then kind of figure it out from there. And I guess they just didn't like where their their storylines were going. So they offered some suggestions, wanted some changes. Apparently Vince McMahon said, no, we're going to go with it this way. And they just, they didn't take their belts and go home. They left their belts, but then they went home. I, Rod, okay. So Rod, do you look at this as actors working in a movie or show do you look at this as real life how do you look at this because it's so strange that they are playing a part but it is their persona what where do you fall on this from what we know now all right here's here's what i would do i would lean on your expertise here for a couple of questions to help frame me out in this is this is this completely unheard of or is this in the long line of a lot of people who have disagreed about something creative and stormed out before a show? Um, it doesn't happen very often. There's been some, you know, at one point, uh, Ultimate Warrior, right before a match was going on, I think it was in SummerSlam, turned to Vince and said, I want $25,000 right now or I'm not going out. 
Wow. Yeah, and Vince gave it to him. He went out. They did their thing, and he fired him afterwards. Uh, we've had Steve Austin not want to not want to do business uh, at a uh, at a pay per view um, before when he he didn't like what was going on. So we, it has happened before. Uh, it just. I mean, they had this all planned and everything, and it was hilarious that they said, oh, we're so sorry, we, 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 we didn't get to show you the ma- advertised match, which they do all the time. Um, yeah, I, I look at it like this, Rod. Michael Cole was on Pat McAfee, of course, a, a few months ago. I've got to bring up Pat McAfee every, every show. Um, ding, ding. And he, he yeah, take your drink. He said something that will always stick with me. He goes, I play a part. That is the role I am in. They tell me what to say, and I say it because that's my job. And that kind of fits into here. It's I, I, I from what minute, I hear. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We need another yeah. point of clarification here. All right. Yeah. Is Michael Cole an independent contractor the same way the in-ring performers are, or does Michael Cole have more of an ironclad contract? He's talent. I don't know the answer. Well, he's also he's got. I bet you it's more of an ironclad. He's he's probably an employee. I would say Michael Cole is probably an employee because he has uh, some other responsibilities as well. So, so I, I guess what I would say. Let me let me jump in here because I think I'm going to play off of what I just said here, and I think my my take is a little bit yours, but you can have more expertise to be able to add to it. Okay, sure. they're an independent contractor, so Naomi and Sasha are completely within their rights to walk off if they think that what business is going to be conducted is going to be bad for their personas because we all know that there are multiple leagues at work now and there are multiple leagues that they came up through and that they can go back in and still continue to get work even after this. So I understand you want to keep your persona. Okay, you have every right to walk out. The problem I have with the way the story seems to be gaining momentum on different circles of Twitter is that they're being painted as if they're heroes and we all should just bash WWE creative. And it's like those both things can sort of be true, right? WWE mm-hmm. creative can be terrible, but Naomi and Sasha can also be terrible for just taking their bag and going home. You know what I mean? Which is what I would say, right? You got, you got to do business. You're the WWE for a long time. People lose. Not everybody can win. Not everybody can walk into the office and say, hey, this is exactly what I want for my character. That's just not going to be possible. So you have every right to walk out, but I'm not going to think that you made the proper decision or you're not going to be free from criticism for me for doing what you did. You got to be careful because they also still have contracts too. So this could be a breach of contract where they were slated to work and they decided not to. So WWE could then add time to their con. I mean, it's one day, but they could add time to their contract. They could suspend them without pay for this, and then add that time onto their contract. So got to be careful with with with, with these because while they are not employees, they are independent contractors. They still have a contract. So I I, I think it is kind of both where it's. You know, I will call out, you know, I, I, I see a lot of things. If I see something that, that doesn't seem right, I, I'm going to call it out. And I will back WWE in this case, I think. Uh, wow. Like I will listen, trash just, them. I know. Say, well, listen. Just take a second here to soak listen. in what's happening right now. Jimmy, James, Thomas, Jim <laughs> Jimmy Jam, one super producer of the Morgan You Know Podcast Network, amazing co-host of the Yeah We Know Podcast, is almost siding with WWE on something here. This is amazing. I think I kind of am from what I what I see of it, just because, yeah, it's weird. The storyline doesn't really make sense. You you wanted to build up your tag team and you were promised some things, but things change all the time. And I'm sorry, but I I think that I think that in this case the the Naomi and Sasha might be in the in the wrong. But again, we know one half of one percent of what actually happened Absolutely. you know and, and the wwe usually doesn't come out and, and they sent a press release they had Corey graves go on and say they did an unprofessional thing they were really he was really bashing him and i saw on twitter um someone uh said uh to carmella you got to get your man straight and carmella's like i love that you live in a world where you think he says what he thinks and not what's told to him you know yeah. uh because that's exactly what it is Corey graves is, has a job to do and he was told you need to say this and he said it i mean it's this is a tv show you know and and if an actor walks off on a, on a live tv show things got to change a lot and that really screws over a lot of people and that's what happened yeah, I was going to say, actually, I was going to kind of bring that up real quick, right? With like Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H., tough break for you guys. You think yep, you're going yep. to be main a event. Yep. main mm-hmm. event there at the end with, you know, with uh, with Becky Lynch and Asuka and, and the tag champions. And it's like, nope, you guys aren't working because these other chicks decided. And I'm sorry, I just said chicks. That's terrible. I just got yes. to roll in there. I apologize, ladies out there. 
But yeah. uh, because these ladies decided they just wanted to go home because, like you said, they didn't want to do business. Hey, man, we all have a job to do. All right. Again, these people are uber talented. They've reached heights in their possession in their profession that I'll never reach in mine. But you know what? There's certain days where I roll in there and I'm like, man, really? This is what's got to be done today. And I can't just say, no, I'm not going to do that because, as you stated, it's a breach of contract. I'm in the wrong. Certainly I can go home because I'm not being held against my will. Sure. But it doesn't mean that I made the right decision and the people that were trying to tell me to do something were wrong. It doesn't mean that. I'm really glad you brought that up because I was thinking about this earlier today and I and I had forgot about it. But yes, we all go to work every day and something happens and our bosses say, hey, Jim, we got to do this. And I will look at my boss and I will say, that is the dumbest idea I've ever heard. And he may say, yeah, I agree with you, but we still need to do it. And I'm like, all right, fine, we'll do it. Or he may say, no, you're wrong and you have to do it. And I said, all right, I'll have to do it. Um, it happens in, in life and, and maybe they have more options than we do, I guess. Who knows? But, well, I mean, and that uh, was the other thing. Let's calm down with the, uh, with Sasha Banks and Naomi are all elite. You know what I mean? And putting them in easy. With yeah. They're not even close I mean, kids. Because not also like, close. I mean, again, AEW here I am also, here's another drinking game. Rod's going to bash AEW here, but like, is that all you guys are going to be just whenever somebody doesn't want to be in the WWE anymore? You guys are going to be all excited about bringing them over on your ship. Don't you have too many people for your pay-per-views right now over there? AEW fans. Sorry, gig guy. You know, I love you. Oh, that's great. That's great. But, uh, yeah. Um, another thing that's interesting here is, you know, Naomi is an Uso is part of the bloodline. Yeah. But anyway, so let let let's let's talk about something uh, something that we hinted at earlier, and we're gonna we're gonna do something fun today, Rod. You and I, WWE Roman Reigns, he's gonna go and he is going to take some time off. Well, who's gonna step up? So Rod and I, before the show, we each came with our top twenty-five lists in WWE, the top twenty-five performers that we think WWE has right now. Now, Which, I'm going to ask quick, you. In this a, is like a, a well over 50 person roster. All right. So, I mean, there's a lot of people yes. we had to cut here. So if you're not yes. hearing your favorite wrestler, we apologize. But I mean, this is like a 50 person roster that would get down to 25 for our like our AP top 25. Like it's college football here, Jimmy. Yes, exactly. And the way that I looked at it, Rod, is I looked at it. I said, OK, who's the most important to the show? Who's the most important to bring money in? What 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 do they need to do? Okay, that's kind of how I looked at it. I think you looked at it kind of the same there. Um, and I had tiers. I, I started off with 39 people on my list. And let's talk about where these lists came from. WWE.com. We looked at the superstar list on WWE.com. couple things. John Cena is still on that list. John Cena is not in this in our top 25 list. He is not a WWE superstar right now. He is not wrestling on a regular basis. Sorry about that. Brock Lesnar, not on the list. He is hunting something in uh, a woods <laughs> somewhere, okay, and then butchering it by himself. Goldberg is not on this list because Goldberg, although signed, I think he's got a match or two, not on this list, okay? So that's that's kind of where we had everything uh, everything set. So we just said, let's come up with our top 25. We're going to talk about it. I Like I said, I did some tiers. Uh, we are going to start with one because I think it's more interesting to start with kind of the obvious ones, and then we can kind of fight about it uh, at the end to really see who the show's top 25 will be. But, Rod, let's let's go with number one right now. The most important, number one, uh, the uh, the owner of the yard, if you will, whatever you want to call it, the big the dog, the table, if you will, if you will. Um, head of the table. Um, who do you think is number one overall in WWE? Who was our number one list? Well, I think it's Roman Reigns, and what I think about cool about it being Roman Reigns is I think even someone who's only a casual WWE fan or almost maybe even not a WWE fan understands that Roman Reigns is the king of the WWE, and that's how he just, like, I don't even believe, like, we have a number two, but I don't even believe that the number two is even in his stratosphere, even though that person is number two. I think that's how that's how large of a lead he has on number one, and he can take some time off in the summer, and I don't think it's going to matter because he's just going to get a gigantic pop the minute he comes back. Roman Reigns has earned this spot. He has gone through so many different evolutions in the fans, hating him, loving him, really hating him, getting sick and tired of him, to really loving him, but also knowing that they need to boo him because he's a heel, you know, because he's doing such a good job. And he has done everything the WWE has asked of him. 
Uh, I think I think it's a no-brainer, and I love how you said stratosphere because it's it's not even close uh, between number one and number two. Now I thought my number two was pretty obvious. I was interested to see what your number two was, who was going to be. Uh, I think you thought with your head here instead of your heart, Rod, because yes. we agreed on number two as well. We both have Cody Rhodes as number two, and can you imagine us having this? three months ago, four months ago, and the number two person in WWE is Cody Rhodes. Can you imagine us doing that? Absolutely not, but what I will say, I'll give us a little bit of a pat on the back here, Jimmy. The minute that the news broke that he was not in AEW anymore, you and I decided we needed to get on and pod about it literally hours later and get it out for the people as soon as we could, and we theorized that if he did come to the WWE, he could climb to pretty high heights pretty quickly. So, you know, folks, you should be listening to what Jimmy and I have to say sometimes. We know what we're talking about. But no, for me, it was pretty clear. He's number two with the bullet. He's way over as a as a as a corn fed baby face. As I said earlier, that's tougher and tougher to do these days in 2022. And he gets pops unlike any other. And the theme song's cheesy, but people still love it. I mean, those those to me are all signs of a of a knock dead superstar. And he's also from a from a wrestling royalty family. Mm-hmm. And that, that that you know the blue bloods are always at the top of these college polls. So why not Cody Rhodes number two on this one? <laughs> Cody Rhodes would be like the the uh, well, it depends what we're talking the Ohio State, if you will, sure. or uh, something like that. Reigns is definitely Alabama. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, Cody Rhodes has been great. They've, they've, they've handled him well. He's on the mic, done a great job there, has had some amazing matches so far. We'll have one more, but then what are they going to do next? Can they, can they string this out all the way to WrestleMania, or do they want that rock at WrestleMania? When are they going to do Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns? Ah, we'll, we'll see what happens there. So Cody Rhodes is number two. Number three, um, I, I thought was kind of easy. Um, I know you and I chatted a little bit about this beforehand. You um, won me over. I think it's got to be Bianca Belair's number three. Yeah. And again, uh, she has main evented and won two WrestleManias. You, you can't You can't beat that, right? No, I mean that's that when when you said that it was one of those things that like I of course knew about that because as we spoke I came in at the back end of that last WrestleMania all the way through the the one I'm I'm celebrating my little over a year anniversary here and yeah she's when you said that to me I was like yeah that's absolutely true and then I thought to myself when that first whip cracks you know what I mean a little mm-hmm. bit kind of like the uh, the glass breaking that's the best kind of entrance there is, right? Like, if you have a slow building entrance, it's kind of cool, but it doesn't pop the way if you have that sound effect right at the beginning. And when that Bianca Belair, like, ponytail snap hits and then and then the crowd just pops, man, she gets she gets big reactions and they've put her into big spots and she can wrestle her ass off. So, yeah, I, I, I didn't have Bianca there in my first draft, but then I decided she absolutely needed to be there. And then, uh, and, and l- let me correct my. I did not main event, but had the, the one of the best matches on the on the on the show uh, uh, this year's WrestleMania. So number four is kind of where, and uh, Bianca has been great, uh, great technical wrestler. She and Oscar are gonna have a hard hitting matchup yes. uh, at Hell in a Cell, and Bianca's gonna get that win, which has her beating Oscar, which Becky Lynch cannot do no matter what. Uh, which I thought was, which I think is a really kind of cool storyline. Uh, moving forward there. Uh, now, number four is where we uh, differ a little bit. I cannot believe I have Seth freaking Rollins higher than you on my list. I have him number four. You have him number five on your list. Who do you have number four on your list? Well, here's, here's what I'm going to tell you. Here's the, Let me give you the reason why I have number four on my list ahead of my guy Seth freaking Rollins, who I definitely have at five. All right. Okay. And then I okay. take I take issue with what you have. Correct. At, at my five. Yep. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. But let me let me do this first. You can be what wrong. Do, what what does America love, Jimmy? franchises okay we love franchises <laughs> we love ip all right what's more ip you're making a... my you're making my argument for me but keep no going. no because i'm making the argument for just randy orton just the third generation superstar just the viper just the legend killer just the one man who's been in the wwe for 20 years who's been a multiple time champion who probably other than roman reigns gets the biggest pops of anybody in every arena that they go to and when the tag team that you're trying to put on this list comes to the ring jimmy are they screaming rk bro or are they screaming randy 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 so randall k orton is number four rk bro is not on this list riddle is on my list but randy orton is four okay so 
RK Bro as a unit, I think, makes more money, gets more response, and is a lot more fun both in the ring and on the mic than Randy Orton would be by himself now. And that's why I put RK Bro together because they, as a team, are, in my opinion, the fifth most most uh, popular or most important uh, WWE superstar, if you will. Uh, I really think that. And then I think Seth Rollins, just with he can adapt. He's been really crappy heel, really fun heel, baby face. He's done everything he can, but he always puts on a good match. Always puts on a good match, except with The Fiend, but always puts on a good match. That's why I well, have Rollins Well, if he gets to fight four. three matches in a row against the number two guy, that means you're pretty high. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. that, that alone there for Seth Rollins. Plus, he got to break into somebody's house and not get arrested for it. So are we gonna? Are you gonna make me break up RK Bro? Because I have a feeling your 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 foot is planted on this one. You really want Randy Orton four over Seth Rollins? No. Okay, here's the thing. I there's probably somebody else that I could sub into my list in Riddle's place because I have a few people that I was sad about not making my list. Mm-hmm. But one of them would be breaking up another tag team, which you have <laughs> in as a tag team in the list. So, we'll fit, but I, but I, I I tend to agree with you that you make a good case here, right? That Randy, while better on the mic now and always confident, mm-hmm. and confidence goes a long way. You need Riddle's little bit of difference and not Randy's darkness, and you need Riddle's, you know comedy but what i would say let me just ask you this last question before we move on because i know we got to keep moving here all right but you say that you have to be a bit more serious to end up being wwe champion doesn't randy get a little more of the bump here because riddle being the funny character that he is probably will never be a wwe champion and randy will get at least another run before he's done yeah, and that's why he's RK in the RK bro. That's why it's always Randy and Riddle. Uh, that's why he gets kind of top billing of the team. Okay. Um, in, in, in my opinion there. But if you if, – listen, I'm okay with breaking up Randy and Riddle if you want Randy to be four and Rollins to be five. No, you I know can, what? Let's, let's, let's keep the tag team together because I put another tag team together on my list even though I'm doing all of this. So let's, let's do that and we'll get somebody else on the list. Let's have okay. RK bro at so four and Rollins five. At six, we both had – we both had uh, – uh, women wrestlers here. I had Becky Lynch. You had Charlotte Flair. I got. I had. Um, to, I had to do me on this one, Jimmy. I had to do me on this one. We all know how much I love the Queen here, so there was no way I was going to put another female not named Bianca Belair above Charlotte Flair. So okay, she's kind of high maintenance, dude. I don't know. I don't know another way to say it. Kind of. No, there's, there's no doubt about that. There is no doubt about that. But hey, some of the best. High maintenance talent in Hollywood makes some of the movies that you and I love the most. All right. Sometimes you got to deal with a little bit of extra stuff to get the person that is at the tip top of their craft. And I don't know that anyone does heal better than Charlotte Flair. Yeah, but it's the same heel over and over and over again. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, Jimmy. Hulk Hogan was Hulk Hogan for a long time. If it ain't well, broke, don't fix it. And you know what? And that's a good point. And I think that's why I, I kind of agree now. That Charlotte should be in, uh, in front of Becky here because Becky Lynch was the man. She was amazing. She was actually, if we did this list, to, uh, what, three years ago, she would have probably been number one on the list. She'd have been in the Bianca spot at least, yeah. Yeah, I I, I think that's a little short-changing. You weren't around. Well, I just she would have been number email, one. I guess is all I was saying. She, yeah, I think you, she would have been number one. one. Yeah. Um, but they, it wasn't broken. She went away for a while, got a huge pop coming back, and they tried to fix it. And while she is still good at what she does, she's playing this character as good as she can. People don't like bad Becky; they like good Becky. So yeah. I think that I think in that in that way, uh, and people you're good. sort of like good Charlotte because there are bad Charlotte. Excuse me, because there's good just Charlotte, not enough people really? that knows really. Th- I know. I'm sorry. Shout really? out to those guys. Shout, Shout out. out to those They're guys. Like, if I could pull one of their songs right now, then it'd be much better. But I can't, I wasn't a huge good Charlotte guy. I but one I think fans anyway. fans sort of like bad Charlotte, right? They don't care about the high maintenance behind the scenes stuff. There's not as many of them that are that are that are reading the Meltzer sheets all the time like you are. And some of them don't care, just like I don't. Charlotte, you're the best. I hope you're listening. Jimmy said those bad things. I did it. <laughs> uh, we're you know our top ten. We're really close. Uh, on, I think we actually sure are. we have. I think that says a lot about what the top of the WWE is, that it's kind of undisputed. And then the it's kind of when you get yeah. from 11 to 25, then you can talk. I think the top 11, we have the exact same people, just in a little different order. Um, so do you think that Becky could be slotted in underneath Charlotte at 7, or do you think a Kevin Owens or Drew McIntyre 
Uh, Ronda Rousey, you have Ronda Rousey at seven. I have Ronda Rousey at eleven, which shocks me that you would have her higher than me. I just uh, I kind of attach Charlotte and Ronda together because okay. they still I, st- I still think there's enough heat there. I mean, clearly Charlotte's going to have something to say to Ronda when she comes back. That was such a great match, you know. I mean, I kind of alluded to it earlier when you said Ronda won the belt, right? Like. I'm not the biggest Ronda person out there, but that that place still seems to pop when she comes out, right? She still seems to be a big deal, so I I think that's got to matter. But you so, could, you could convince me that Kevin Owens could easily be here because he was the guy that said, "Hey, you get to wrestle with Stone Cold Steve Austin," and I think that means something. And he's making this uh, Ezekiel Elias thing fabulous, f- palatable. I mean, he really is really good. No, it's 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 more than palatable, Jimmy. It's fabulous. Yeah. You know, the Mrs. Morgan, you know, only sort of watches these things when there's times where she's by me and I'm and I'm getting through one of the episodes, and she mm-hmm. is like she is laughing at every one of these Kevin Owens things when he came down and did commentary, and every time someone would say Ezekiel, and he would go Elias, and then he just like he was so good, so and, good. He's making he, a, a stupid thing good, and that's why he's up here. His tweets yesterday about, hey, we're going out. Oh, Becky's going long. Oh, no, this is happening. Oh, no, we're going out in a minute. Uh, that was fun, too. So, all right, so we've got we got to figure this out because we're going to go through the top ten. You know, a little bit more after the top ten, we're going to kind of go through things a little quicker. But um, money-wise, butts in seats, you want to go watch something. Are you going to put Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, uh, or Kevin Owens next? You're probably you going to have to put Ronda Rousey. Okay. I mean, don't you think she can probably still put a few more butts in seats than even Becky Lynch, who definitely within this realm is a big yeah, time mega star, but Ronda Rousey so. just has a little more box office. So then, do you think it's you think it's Lynch or Owens after that? Because that's tough. That's tough. I don't think we want to have three females here. That just seems that just doesn't seem the way we should do it. So I think it's got to be Owens here. Kevin Owens, then Becky Lynch. Yeah. Okay. And then we'll yeah. go. And then um, and then we go the Hall of Famer because I think if you're a Hall of Famer, Edge. you got to be inside the top ten. And I think Edge has Edge has redone himself what four times since he's been um, been back. And I mean, honestly, I think he's still working on on this uh, Judgment Day. That's another pay per view uh, that they used to have. Uh, working on Judgment Day. That I I really think that this group could go places. But I want to see more action and less twenty five minute monologues. You know what I mean? Followed by yeah, a quick talk about yeah we get it the fans it's the fans fault it's always the fans fault it's every promo a bad guy ever says okay we get it hurt somebody i'm definitely for that but what i would say is i I love what you said there about how edge has kind of switched it up this many times since he's only been back for a couple of years and i just think he's he's so seamless at being Mm -hmm. able to change up that gimmick because like he's really good at just putting a slight twist on it He's essentially the same edge, but that slight twist on it makes it the different character, and that's that's somebody at the top of their game, and I think that's why he's there. But then I'm I'm really I'm interested to say this person is at ten now because Jimmy, honestly, I posed this question to you when we were going back and forth. When do you think this guy got pinned straight up in the middle of the ring the last time was? I can't think of one. Um and that's Drew McIntyre. That's who we're talking yeah, about. Who we I have mean, in he 10 lost here. to? Uh, didn't he? Who did he lose to? He lost to the Miz, didn't he? It's, or, I, did I, last I can't remember the Miz. I can't remember. But yeah, McIntyre. Uh, McIntyre is actually going to be eleven on our list. Edge was ten. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, but I think that that is a good spot for him. I know you've really grown on McIntyre. He is the the quintessential WWE superstar. He's six foot five. He is built like a god. Uh, he's got a really good talk. He's good at on the mic, and he just he's he's tough. And they just haven't done that. They haven't put that next that next step into him since he, he lost doesn't the have title. enough of a character yet. He doesn't have enough of a character. Your character can't be your Scottish. That can't be your character. I'm sorry, it can't be. Well, it is unfortunately. Um, I know it is, but I'm just that's that's it, right? If we can figure out what the spin, like fine, you're Scottish, but we need to put some sort of a spin on it. Let's put the, let's put a spin on the Scottish, and then we're running, Drew. Yeah, so that's our okay. So let's let's kind of recap real quick. Um, you know, we we were pretty much uh, the same here. So we have as the shows number one, we have Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes is number two, Bianca Belair, the EST of WWE is number three, RK Bro, Randy and Riddle. I'll take the win on that for four. Uh, <laughs> Rollins five, Charlotte Flair six, Ronda Rousey seven, Kevin Owens eight, Becky Lynch nine, Edge ten, and McIntyre eleven. And here is where we differ yes. greatly. 
Uh, I don't think this person is on your list. He is not. So we talked about this before, and I should have said this at the top. Uh, We weren't going to include anyone from uh, NXT on this, except Braun Breaker was available. I actually have Mandy Rose as an honorable mention just because her character is great. In-ring work isn't the best. Um, I have Braun Breaker at 12, and the reason why I have him at 12 is he is their future. He is the hope. They need to have him work. They've got a lot of people that are over 35. They've got a lot of people that are, you know, over 40. We really, really need Braun Breaker to work. Why don't you think that uh, Braun Breaker should be on the top 25? Well, frankly, I just am not as familiar with one Braun Breaker as you are. I know that he is a Steiner, and I've seen his couple of matches where they've trucked him out on Raw, and he definitely seems, you know, charismatic. He definitely seems powerful. You know, he seems like somebody who's going to be able to work in the ring. I dig the fact that he's young, and I'm fine with him being all the way up here at 12. I just think that, like, if we're doing, a like, the future nod, do we really have to say he's better than, I'm just going to give a couple people who are going to end up on our list here, AJ Styles, Sami Zayn, Bobby Lashley. Like, we're really saying he's better than those people because I'm not sure he's better than those people, yeah. but I understand your point. I guess it, it kind of depends on, on on how you view this list. Um, I kind of put him in there uh, probably a little higher than I should have, but I really think that he's extremely important to WWE. Let's so we'll say Braun Breaker is pending right now because my 12 yeah. was Riddle. So I got to I got to yeah. bring somebody else in anyway. My 12 was Riddle. So let's Braun Breaker's pending. He's going to be in this list, but I, I think we need to put a few more people in here before we put him in here. I think that's I think that's fine too. So what about the returning Oscar? Didn't miss a didn't miss a beat. Charismatic as all get out. That exchange between her and Becky Lynch was Perfectly timed yesterday with the this this or excuse Monday, uh, the uh, the 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 mist in the face. Love that. Um, but do you do you think Oscar, you know, being in the middle of this, I think is kind of where she is because she's never going to be number one. Even though they could push her that way, but she's not going to be number one. She's always going to be in that mid tier. I had her a little further down on my list at 18, but I kind of looked at that as 18 with a bullet because she'd been gone for so long. And like yes. kind of you and I would float her name every once in a while. Like, are we going to see her back? Are we going to see her back? The Empress of Tomorrow is going to come back and save us. But I had I had another female a little higher up here, someone who just joined up with our guy Edge. Because the way I looked at her, right, is they keep giving her shots, right? They keep giving her lots of different things to do because I think they are all invested in the look of her, right? Like, she's huge. She's, you know, she seems like she's about six foot tall. She's taller than all the other women. She's definitely stronger than all the other women. And so, you know, they keep giving Rhea Ripley shots. But you may be right that Asuka deserves to be up here higher because she's frankly just better at the shots they give her. I think Rhea Ripley, so I had Rhea Ripley down at 23. Um, And before this, she wouldn't have been on the list. I think she's on the ascent right now. But they got, Rod, they've got to have this group do something. And they're, they're, they're kind of getting there with the Liv Morgan and and Bullet Club type thing but they haven't done it yet and I want to see that I want to see them destroy three people I just want to see them go in and beat the crap out of people. who do you want to you know? who, who who wronged you Jimmy that you want to see get destroyed by Judgment Day just out them out the three people that you want to see get destroyed by Judgment Day oh I have no idea Do you want to see Drew Gulak get destroyed again yes yes I think you know what they should do they should beat up everyone in the 24-7 title hunt everybody <laughs> Take the belt and bury it. <laughs> there we go. I love it. And Listen, then, and, but but no, 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 no. Here, here's here's here, here's here's. I got a storyline. So they literally bury the belt. They have a funeral for it. They walk away, and all of a sudden, our truth hand comes out holding the belt, and that's how it. Did. Yes, more our truth. I said that a few weeks back. More our truth. I'm for it. Um, okay, so this is uh, see, this is the part where we uh, we're just gonna kind of go through a little bit more here. But this, this is Oscar. Um, then it's got to be Oscar. Put Oscar. I, I'm gonna there. say I'm, I'm gonna let's let's do Oscar here for sure. And uh, here's the name you have next on your list that I think deserves to be up this high for the reasons you mentioned for Braun Breaker because yeah. he's actually fighting in matches and pay per views right now. Yes, um, I think first of all, please let him be Austin Theory again. I, this theory is so stupid. Agreed. Um, but Austin Theory, I think, needs to be up here, like you said, with Braun Breaker. Uh, not because maybe my, that's my rationale for that. Breaker to Theory, I, I think, is a good idea because he really is there now doing it. And he's a U.S. champ. He's kind of caught in this weird Miz Ali thing. Um, but, yeah, I think he, he needs to be up there. All right, well, then let's let's have Theory there, and then let's let's put, like, three or four more guys in, and then we can do your Braun Breaker, right? Because, okay, like, so I, think I think we need to give a nod. 
I think yeah, we need to ahead. give a nod to Lashley here. Good call. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah. I think I, I, Jimmy's notes are up there. I think. Yeah, the, I was going to say let's give a call to a couple of veterans here. Lashley and AJ Styles. Oh, definitely. And I think Sammy AJ Zane Styles too, is probably right. Yeah, that's a good call as well because I think Styles probably the most advanced in age of those guys, right? Uh, it's either him or Lashley's older than you think. Man, he still looks like such a Greek <laughs> god, though. Amazing. Yeah. I dig the I kind of dig the new entrance music for him. What I worry about Lashley and why I moved him further down my list. Let me let me mention that. I had Bobby Lashley a lot higher earlier. And then Jimmy, you convinced me that like while Lashley might still be great, the WWE seems to have cast him aside. And I think we have to take that into a factor here, but we still gotta give him a little bit of respect to put him in the top fifteen. Lashley is forty five, AJ Styles is forty four. There you go. Wow, Lashley's forty five. Forty five years old. The man and Sami Zayn is just incredible. Sami Zayn yes. coming out in a Bloodline T-shirt and bartering for the Bloodline was absolutely incredible. Like I, I'm, I'm, you could give Sami Zayn anything, and I feel like he could milk something out of it, and that's a talent. I think here is a good Braun Breaker place. Okay. Um, put him in the top twenty. I like that. Yeah, I think I think this is good because again, he's very very important to the future. I also think this is where we talk maybe about a, an Usos Rhea Ripley somewhere in okay. here. I think Usos got to be higher than Rhea Ripley. Um, You've convinced me that she I doesn't think, do anything. I think Usos, Usos, the Usos are, are so consistent. good. They're consistent. They're good. Yeah. They're in a great storyline. They're gonna be in a great storyline moving forward. And now here's where we get into, you know, I'm just gonna name off some people. Finn Balor. Uh, what have they done with him recently? Yeah, they're putting him with AJ now, but what before then? But he's such a great talent. Nakamura, he and Boogs. If he and Boogs are still together, this he may be up. He's you know, they may be they they may be higher. Uh, the Miz, who listen, say what you want. He's a he's a heel. He's a great heel on there. Um, Kofi Kingston. You know, we don't have Big E on here. Why? Because we don't know if he's going to wrestle ever again. We want him to get better first. Yeah. Then we'll we'll worry about this. I have an Alexa Bliss on this list. You do not. Yeah, I, I think Alexa is, you know, I think she can make this list. Um, but it's, it's, you know, what character is she now? Where is she that's going? Where are they question. going? Do they have a plan? I don't think so. Um, that's that's why this question. is that's why this is tough, because as you can see, you know, from 11 to 18 right now, we've got Drew McIntyre, Asuka, Theory, Lashley, AJ Styles, Sami Zayn, Braun Breaker and the Usos. So that's where we are now. I think it's a pretty decent list so far. And these next, like, six really can go in a lot of different ways. Um, and we got the Street Profits, Rod, who are uh, some who are people that... Um, Let me pose this the, question to you about yeah, the Street ahead. Profits. Yeah. I give you an Angelo Dawkins match. Do you care? No. So why don't we just give Montez Ford the shine? Because Montez Ford can work a microphone. Montez Ford can wrestle. Montez Ford is charismatic. Like I'm, I'm, I'm glad that he's with this yeah. dog, Angelo Dawkins. But you will not care about Angelo Dawkins the second he's not with Montez Ford. That that that's a valid point. I mean, is Montez Ford a 24, or 25 on this list? Kind of in the Braun Breaker uh, theory rationale where. Uh, if, you, if we be... find out that you could convince me, though, Jimmy, that he's 42 right now based on what you just told me about Bobby Lashley. <laughs> uh, I don't think Montez Ford is quite that old. Um, he's probably around, oh, I don't know, 31 years old. Um, okay. Bianca Belair's 33, by the way, just for the record. Um, wow. Yeah, a little older than you thought. I was going to say, yeah, she because seems Bianca's younger really... for some reason. Like, just something about her personality reads younger. But no, yeah. I, li I like a nod to Montez Ford because he's a guy that I was sad to not put on this list. Chad Gable was a guy I was sad to not put on my list. Seamus yeah. was a guy I was sad to not put on my list. I just, I, I with with Chad Gable, I, I they're never going to do anything with him. I So I don't really think that's. But he's pretty good, though. He's, he's awesome. Pretty good he's at working amazing. a microphone. They're not going to do anything. Seamus has no, been around right. for a he while, but he's Seamus. You know, yeah, and he does the same uh, I say, I say, after the USOs, we give a nod to somebody who is is a bit like, dare I say, he gets a bit kind of like edge pops, right? It's it's kind of Kofi Kingston, right? Like, don't you think Kofi sort of just gets a nod? Like everybody's like, oh hey, Kofi, man, you've been at it for like twelve years, man. We all love and respect you. Thanks for giving us all the work, right? Don't you think Kofi kind of gets those sort of pops? He does. Um, is he more important though than? I think the New Day is pretty important, right? I well, think if like, you hey, say Kofi, why wouldn't the arm? Why wouldn't you say Rey Mysterio then? If you have uh, Kofi, Rey Mysterio, I just you know where I'm at on Rey Mysterio. I know, but I he, know. he probably should be on this list. You're probably right about that. I know, but like I didn't have him. I had an on him. What? Listen, hasn't wrestled in a long time. Bailey is on my list. 
I love Bailey, but since she hasn't wrestled in a long time, she didn't make my list. Fine. I put Liv Morgan on my list, probably because her last name is Morgan. But I put I'm Liv Morgan assuming on my that list. was that was why. Okay, so we got to get through this. Um, so we. I have... vote Kofi here. I vote Kofi or Baylor. I'll give you. I'll give you one of those two. Well, I'd rather have Finn Balor than Kofi. Um, Finn Balor, Balor. All right, yeah, put Balor there. But. I mean, I think Nakamura needs to be lower on the list. I think we're we're basically giving him a break by even putting him on this list because they've had no use for him ever since Boogs went down. So if we go Balor, Kofi, and then I mean, is Miz, Miz I, is, is Miz? I don't next? want Damian. I don't want Damian Priest on this list. That's because fine. He can't talk. That's fine. He can't okay talk. That. He's he can't talk, and he and he moves a little bit like the Tin Man. Nice. Uh, Ricochet, one of the best wrestlers in the world. And I'm cool with Ricochet being there, but he gets he's I don't think anybody cares about Ricochet. That's why I had him I had him twenty four. All right. You could convince me there. But I, you, I thought we were gonna put Montez Ford twenty five. Uh yeah. Ricochet's twenty four. All right, Ricochet's twenty four. Right, Are we gonna so put Montez Ford twenty five? We have two yeah, we have two spots for um Shinsuke Nakamura, Alexa Bliss, and Rhea Ripley. Oh my god! I did let Rhea drop way down here, didn't I? I think that's fair, though. Yeah, because you know what? You can almost convince me that Bailey maybe deserves to be on this list over Rhea Ripley, and she's been off for a calendar year. But that I think says more about Rhea Ripley than it does uh, Bailey. You're right, dude. I think you're right. But you could also convince me that even though I am opposed to Damian Priest, I mean they gave him they gave him a United States Championship, yeah. right? You know they they had him going back and forth with he he got to be in a couple of you know pay, premium live events, and now he's in Judgment Day. I mean, so you could convince me he could be on here because he's certainly down far enough at this point where it doesn't really matter. I know we took him off. Is are these good spots for like a Naomi Sasha Banks? Because we we originally we originally had them on our lists. Yeah, but then after Monday happened, we kind of took them off, saying, "Well, right now." Well, you tell me. You're the more experienced veteran here. How soon till we see either one of them on TV again? It could be Friday. Um, I think if we want to put Sasha Banks and Naomi here, I think that's that's, that's fair. Not bad. We got we got to punish them a little bit because you and I weren't happy with their decision to just walk out. But I mean, because Sasha Banks otherwise is probably top. Certainly. She's top 15. She's, She's probably got a Snoop Dogg theme song. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's our that's our list right now. Um, we can always move things around if we want. Because um, right now, Shinsuke Nakamura is not on our top 25. I think that's fair. Um, because even when Boogs was around, you and I used to joke all the time that all he was was the, was the ring entrance wrestler. He didn't even actually wrestle. He didn't even actually wrestle. He just entered the ring. I mean, it hurts my heart. Um that he's not on there. Um, but Bailey's not on there, but I can see why she hasn't wrestled in a while. Damien Priest, is, as we've talked about, not on there. Um, Rhea Ripley, not on there. Um, Alexa Bliss, Omos, not on there. Omos, who they've given a huge push to. Happy Omos, Corbin, who yeah, we gets didn't a big care push. about those. Uh, Mandy Rose, who's been excellent as far as her character goes, but really not getting ratings and not having those matches that you want to see from them. Um, Gunther, Walter. I saw him on your list. I do appreciate seeing him on SmackDown. I must admit, the yeah. Gunther of it all, I, I like it. Which, which is dis, is disgusting that Walter is not on our top twenty-five right now. But he's not yet because they, you know, they're still moving with him. Who was uh, it? Who was it last week that just got the complete crap slapped out of him? That just happened upon him in the hallway. I can't remember who it was, but it was really funny. Either. All right, our top twenty-five lists for the Morgan you knows top twenty-five WWE superstars. Roman Reigns, number one. Cody Rhodes, number two. Bianca Belair, three. RK Bro, number four. I won that one. Seth Rollins, number five. Charlotte Flair, six. Ronda Rousey, seven. Kevin Owens, eight. Becky Lynch, nine. Edge, ten. McIntyre, 11. And then this is this is really after this is kind of where... Well, Asuka, 12. I think Asuka, 12 is, is, is kind of... Uh, it was kind of a consensus, but after this is uh, Theory at 13, Lashley at 14, AJ Styles at 15, Sami Zayn at 16, Braun Breaker at 17, The Usos at 18, Finn Balor, Baylor, The Demon King at 19, Kofi Kingston at 20, 21 is The Miz, 
And then Sasha Banks is 22. Naomi's 23 with little asterisks on those. 24 is Ricochet. And 25 is Montez Ford. I'll take the win on that one. is our top 25 WWE superstars heading in to the summer of 2022. Some honorable mentions, as we mentioned, Mandy Rose, Omos, Rey Mysterio, Big E, shout out, hopefully you get better, uh, Sheamus, uh, American Alpha, uh, Alpha Academy, sorry, uh, <laughs> Baron Corbin, uh, Rhea Ripley. Happy Corbin. Happy There's Corbin. no Baron Corbin, Jimmy. It's Happy Corbin. Happy and Corbin's I call Walter Gunther and Gunther Walter. Uh, Chad Gable. Uh, shout out then, to Butch. Shout out to Butch. Shout out to Butch. To, He's with, a competitor. Damn it. Where is Butch? Nobody has any idea. You know what? <laughs> what have they done to Pete Dunne? Although, I'm not going to lie. The Butch thing is, is a little funny. It's like, I'm just, ah, he's just like a kid. Really he just rabid, crazy, wants to fight with Sheamus and the boys in fight night. All right. So we want some feedback. How'd we do? How good we do? How bad we do at the Morgan You Know? Uh, the Morgan You Know at G- or excuse me, at Yeah We Know Pod. <laughs> and Yeah We Know Pod at gmail.com. Uh, Rod, uh, what is coming up on uh, Balls and Brew? We had a draft lottery tonight, and I'll tell you one thing stuff happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Sacramento Kings and the Orlando Magic figured huge into the news in the draft lottery. And boy, aren't those the teams on the tip of everybody's tongue all the time. But we're definitely going to have some NBA talk because a Morgan You Know podcast, a Hall of Famer is joining us later this week on Balls and Brew. It's Father Pete McCormick coming back to talk hoops with us. One of our old favorites, Matt Roberts, is also going to be on with us to talk about the PGA Championship coming up this weekend. And next week, the Morgan You Know is back. Our pop culture podcast hosted by me and the Mrs. Morgan You Know. I've hinted at my love of Tom Cruise on this podcast basically the entire time. It has been a podcast network, Jimmy. And next week, we finally do it. We celebrate Tom Cruise, who is going to save American cinema with the release of Top Gun Maverick, a podcast you do not want to miss coming up next week and a great balls and brew coming up later this week. Father Pete's going to be great because the Pistons really got screwed over (laughs) in the lottery. You have been listening to the Yeah We Know podcast, part of the Morgan You Know podcasting network. You're in the ring with Jimmy and Rod. Yeah, and just in case you forgot Jimmy Smith, I'm still anti you, all right? It's Seth freaking Rollins, who is number five on the Morgan You Know Podcast Network's Yeah We Know Wrestling Podcast Top 25 going into the summer of 2022, all right? Show the man his respect.